All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 282 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. back broadcasting once again from deep, deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening and all that jazz. Hope all is well. Everything's everything's fine here. It's too hot. It's humid and hot. Bad combination. And the washer has shit the shit the bed. Not only the bed, but the, the dresser the high boy <laughs> of uh, you know, the mirror. It shit the mirror. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know. It's not great, you know. And you can't get anybody to come out to look at it because I don't know what's going on. I feel like society is 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 spiraling down, down, down. You can't get anybody to do any work. You can't get anything done. It's going to go back to the Little House on the Prairie days soon. That's what we're heading towards. Heading towards the Little House on the Prairie. And I'm not really built for that. That's not really... <laughs> I'm not exactly the most rugged, the most handy, you know. You know, I'll be, I'll be lost in, in, in Little House on the Prairie. You know, I, I'm more of, a, more of a fancy lad, you know, when it comes down to that. Anyway, um, it's hot. And um, I guess we'll get through it, right? I have some things I want to talk to you about today. Um, it's been one hell of a week. It's been a heck of a week. I, I, I was hours away from leaving for West Virginia. I mean, that might, you know, I don't want to be overly dramatic. But, okay, I went to work. I was supposed to leave. I was supposed to be off Wednesday through Sunday, right? Wednesday through Sunday. I was going to go to a baseball game on Wednesday. The Rail Riders versus the the Bats, you know, the Reds AAA team and the local uh, Rail Riders, who's the Yankees team. And, um, you know, they're in town for the first time in a couple years, and I was excited to go see that game. And then I was going to leave for West Virginia on Thursday morning. Monday I went in to work, and uh, everything was, I mean, you know, it was a normal day. Tuesday I went in, and they said, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, all that stuff we're in the middle of doing these uh, these mid-year reviews, right? And it's a long, drawn-out, convoluted thing. And um, they're like, oh, by the way, uh, all that stuff has to be entered uh, by Friday. I said, what? I said, I thought I had next week. I thought you guys sitting there. No, no, no. We want, we want to have it on Friday. We like to have a, a be able to look at it and, you know, you know, have a snapshot on Friday. And I was like, well, if that's the case, I'm not going to be able to go on vacation, you know. I'm going to have to cancel this thing, you know. I already told my parents I'm coming. They probably went and bought food and stuff. Oh, my phone. My phone never ends. I want to turn this thing off, but Tony's not here. She's on the road, as they say. 
She's at, a, she's at a wedding. Norwegian feminists. What the hell? Anyway, um, what was I saying? So uh, I, I told my parents I'm coming. It's all set up. Everything's planned out on Tuesday. Yeah, you got to have that stuff entered by Friday. I'm like, that's impossible. That is impossible for me to do this today and tomorrow. You know, I'm not going to be able to get it done. I'm going to have to cancel. Or no, I was off Wednesday, so that was the last day. Tuesday was my last day. So there's no way I can get this thing done today. You know? And I'm like, what the? I mean, this is not the first time. This is not the first time that I've had trips planned and canceled. I had to cancel because of some something like this where dates are, are changed and stuff. Oh, man. So, you know, I, I was very, you know, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to go into the details, but I, I wasn't very happy. <laughs> you know, I said, I, you know, I had this thing planned. I mean, I, I, I was trying to thread the needle, right? Because this whole uh, mid-year, it's like there's these dates that have to be, this has to be done on this date, this has to be done on this date, you know, and there's a whole list of, of, of dates that you have to meet. And I was cr- trying to thread the needle going down to West Virginia between two of those. Like, I could get this done, and then I could do a quickie trip to West Virginia and then come back and still have time to do the, meet the next date. So, I, I, admittedly, I was trying to thread the needle. But then the dates get changed, you know, and, that, and that's not unusual either. I should have known better, you know. So I had to call my, my parents, t- talk to my dad, and I said, I can't come. You know, I'm not going to be able to come. I said, I'll try to come in sometime in August, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, at this point, oh, frick, I'm going to freaking throw this thing in the trash. These people text me all the time, Norwegian feminism. What the hell am I doing? What am I getting stuff like that? What is this? All right, I'm turning this thing off. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm going to turn this thing off. I can't. I get too much bullshit. All right. Um, so I had to call my dad and say, I'm not going to be able to come. I'm going to try to come in August. I don't know. But at this point, I should just wait till this whole thing's done, until everything's completed. And then maybe, if nobody else is off, I'll, I'll try to go down there. God, why does everything have to be so difficult? Why? Very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. So then I had to go in there, and I had to... I mean, it was hell getting it done. I mean, I was in there till like 1, 1 o'clock in the morning every day trying to get this shit done. I did get it done. And um, in fact, I got it done. I left there Thursday night at 1 o'clock in the morning, Friday morning, you know, technically Friday morning. I took Friday off. I already had the whole damn time. So I said, let's go to a baseball game, Tony. I, I said, I said, you want to go to one of these games? They're going to be here six games. We can go Friday. She goes, okay, well, you know, we'll go up there. So uh, we had a plan uh, that I would take Friday off. Um, I, I worked long-ass hours to get the stuff done that I needed to get done. She's going on this uh, this wedding this weekend, so Friday... We were going to do the baseball game, and, um, you know, that that was on the books. So the game was uh, scheduled for 635 on Friday. It's like, I don't know, 25 minutes from here, 
it's between Scranton and Wilkesbury. It's this place called uh, Montage Mountain, and that's where the baseball stadium is. And um, I've been there many times before. We've been there many times before. You know, we know. I know how long. I know how far it is, and I know how long it takes, and all that. So we left about an hour before the the game starts, which would put us thirty minutes. We put us there thirty minutes before the first pitch. And I might add, it was Hawaiian shirt day <laughs> or night. Hawaiian shirt night. First twenty five hundred people through the door get a Hawaiian shirt. You know, I said, hell yeah, we get a Hawaiian shirt. I'm sure they don't have one in an extra stout, but I'll get one. So, you know, we were going to go to that. And um, so we left an hour early before the, you know, plenty of time, plenty of time to get down there, park, and get into the stadium, right? So, uh, and by the way, they always have these bizarre these bizarre giveaways. I've mentioned this before. One time I went in there, we went to a game up there. This is back when it was still the Phillies team. It was uh, uh, the Red Barons, <laughs> the Scranton Wilkesbury Red Barons, which seems like a weird. Isn't the Red Baron? Wasn't he like a German? Like a German? Uh, he's like shooting down American planes in World War One or something. Why are you? Why, you know, that's that's the enemy. You know. That was the enemy in a war, in a world war, all right? Why are you going to name a baseball team after that? Anyway, it was back in those days, and I went in there, and me, it was me and Tony, and this girl comes up to me, she looks like she's in high school, and she goes, I, excuse me, sir, would you like a free pair of underwear? <laughs> I've told you this story before. I was like, what? Who? What? I was like, whose? <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going on. And um, I look over, and there's this big, they have this big table set up. There's these big, giant, uh, like, banners hanging with underwear, like pictures of, like, tidy whities on these giant banners. And there's these people standing behind this big, long table. And it's just, like, piled up with underwear, men's underwear. And I'm talking 1970s tidy whities right? And I was like, uh... What the, you know? So Tony's like, go ahead and grab a pair, you know, whatever. So I did, and I said, put this in your purse. I'm not carrying this shit around. God, you know, what the hell? So then, um, so we, that's bizarre, isn't it? Isn't that bizarre? That you go to a minor league baseball game and they're passing out, passing out undergarments? Seems weird to me. But so we go to our seat, and I'm sitting there. Just, you know, watching, taking it all in. And, like, every male that's there has has a pair of underwear in their hand. <laughs> it's like a baseball stadium filled with people carrying underwear. Like, what the? This is the weirdest thing. Anyway, so it was Hawaiian, uh, Hawaiian shirt night the other night. And um, so we left an hour. We got plenty of time. Been there many times. I know, I know my way around that place. I know how long it takes. All right, so we get up there. We're, we're rolling down Interstate 81. Everything's everything's fine. And then it starts clogging, you know, starts bogging down. Like, what the hell is this, you know? And um, who knows? I'm like, who knows what it could be? It could be nothing. I mean, sometimes this thing just slows down to a crawl, and then it just starts moving. I'm like, there's nothing, there's no known reason for it. 
none. You know, it just starts rolling again. I don't know what's going on. Or it could be like a, a rack, or it could be construction. There's always construction. They always have that shit coned off. You know, they take they take it down to one one lane for you know ten miles, and there's one guy out there with a hammer or something. I don't know. There's one guy with a hammer, and they got the thing coned off for twenty miles. You know what I'm saying? And um, so who knows? I mean, Interstate 81 is like uh, unbelievable. So I'm like, damn it. That's we're gonna be. You know, if I don't get my uh, Hawaiian shirt, (laughs) you know, I'm gonna be pissed. Tony goes, you don't need a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, the hell I don't. I said we need to get one for both of us and wear them tonight at the game. And maybe we'll end up on the Jumbotron. She goes, oh, my God. So so it's, I'm already annoyed, right? So then we get up there, and we can see there's two exits, right? There's two exits. They're right beside each other. It's, I don't know what the number is. It's A and B, all right? And you can see that the B exit, which is the one we need, is lined way back. There's cars lined up trying to get off of that exit. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I said, there can't be this many people going to a baseball game. I mean, I know they're giving away Hawaiian shirts. I understand that. I know it's Jimmy Buffett night or whatever. I know that, but, you know, can't be. So Tony looks on her phone, and there's a concert up there. There's a some kind of a hillbilly concert, you know, some kind of one of these uh, these commercial these modern commercial country singers is performing up there there's a concert venue up there called montage mountain pavilion or the pavilion at montage mountain it's where i saw the only time i've ever been there is when steely dan i saw steely dan there that's the only concert i've ever been to i don't know the shows that they have there do not appeal to me in general you know it's always like country which i cannot I, I I can't stomach it. I just can't stomach any of that. That that radio, this, the country music they play on the radio. Ugh, that is the the worst. I mean, the worst. I can't I can't deal with that. And um, or it's like some you know metal or some you know I don't even know what it is. You know, some kind of like hard rock metal bullshit that something doesn't appeal to me. <sighs> Right, I mean, I'm not describing it correctly, you know. But you know, it's like some kind of like one of those deals where there's like five metal bands playing up there, like Megadeth and stuff like that. Eh, that's not for me, you know. So it seems like those are the two kinds of concerts they get up there all the time. And uh, so she she said it's uh, this Jason Aldean. I'm like, oh god. I said, this is why this thing's bogging down. It's a bunch of crap, man. I can have a baseball game and, and, a, and a concert exactly the same time, like next door to each other, you know? Like who, you know, there should have been some something, accommodations made, you know? The baseball game, I don't know. I guess they could move the baseball game to like, I don't know. I don't know. what They could have done something, but they're both at the same time. So there's like a massive cluster of people. All right, so we get in line. We get off. We get off the first exit, thinking we're being all sly and everything. And we get it, you know. And then we have to do a U-turn, get back, heading back towards where uh, the baseball stadium is. 
We get in line, the thing's moving slowly, it's just chugging along very slowly. I mean, every once in a while, you're, you're stopped most of the time, but every, you know, every, I don't know, 15 seconds, you move up a little bit, you know, and then you sit there for a second, you know, 15 seconds, and you move up a little bit more. At least it's moving a little bit, right? So then we get, I know where the entrance is. I know I've been to the baseball stadium many times. I know where we get almost to the entrance, and they divert us off up the hill away from the entrance. They, they have police cars parked across the road so you can't go straight. And the entrance is right there. It's just right up there. And they make everybody, it's baseball and concert traffic mixed together. They divert everybody up the hill, up where uh, Cinemark and the shops at Montage, all that stuff. Uh, up that hill, it's like a, I don't know, a two-mile loop, two or three miles. It's, it's this big, long loop. It has the shops at Montage, which is like an outdoor mall type thing, in Cinemark the Theater. And then up past that is a whole bunch of gigantic office buildings, and it loops all the way around, way up on the side of this hill, and then comes down to the same road that we were on, but past the entrance of the baseball stadium. You know what I mean? So you go, you, you go up across this loop, back to the road that we were just on, and now we're past the entrance, and we have to backtrack. Okay. I'm like, what in the hell is this? I mean, we were there. We were almost there. We were almost there. We're already going to be late. We're not going to be there when the first pitch is thrown. That's for sure. So then we get in this loop, and it is just gridlock. I mean, it is full of cars and many pickup trucks as far as the eye could see. The entire three miles or whatever it is, two or three miles of this loop is packed with vehicles all the way across. You know, the thing is completely full, and it's not moving. I mean, almost... It is almost not moving at all. I mean, we're sitting still in park for a long time. And every once in a while, it would move up a little bit. But then it would be like another 10 minutes. It took, it took from the time we left our house to the time we got into the stadium. Well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you right now, but it, I'm not going to tell you that part. But um, So, so we're, on the, we're on this thing. It's creeping up. There's a stoplight up there. We know there's a stoplight up there. We think maybe after the stoplight, you know, it'll open up a little bit. Maybe these people are getting stuck behind the red light. And, you know, as soon as we get past that, no. <laughs> We're fooling ourselves, you know. No way. Um, it was exactly the same after the stoplight. So we, 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 just come, we just creep along, creep along. There's a bunch of shit. There's a bunch of phony, fake cowboys. You know, these guys are like, yeah. They just look like they just went and bought the, their uh, cowboy hat today, you know, wearing cowboy boots and stuff. They're listening to hip-hop. They're like, you know, they're, they're packed in the SUVs. They're listening to hip-hop, and they're wearing cowboy hats and uh, Wrangler jeans, you know, and a— uh, like what the? These guys are about as these guys are about as cowboy 
as I am, you know. And, um, you know, they're all, like, hooting and hollering. Everybody's drinking beer and stuff. Or, uh, and there's people walking. Like, where do you think you're going to go? I mean, where, where are you walking to? People are, like, abandoning their cars. People are, like, parking their cars and just walking, think they're going to walk to the venue. It's far. I mean, it's not—it's it's, it's a long walk, you know? And it's up around this loop. There's people—there's uh, all kinds of people. I mean, people have, like, coolers of beer in the trunks of their car and in the back of their pickup trucks. Everybody's drinking. There's people just pissing, just— People piss it everywhere. I mean, it was just like a, just a, you know, a festival of urine, you know? People running up in the bushes and just like, you know, urinating up in there. And the girls, like women, were running up in the woods, you know? It's like everybody's like, oh, <laughs> there goes another one. <laughs> and they go out, you know, they just disappear into the woods. You know, everybody's just like, just peeing everywhere. And, um, you know, I was thinking, I told Tony, I said, I'd like to see one of these people go up in there. And then you just hear this, oh, my God, no. <laughs> and they come running out covered in hornets or something. You know, I was getting, I mean, I was crawling out of my skin. I was like, this thing needs to freaking move. What is going on? Why does it not move at all? Why are we not moving? You know, I understand there's a lot of congestion here, but why is it not moving at all? I mean, it's like, oh, I was like losing my mind. And it was the, the internet, there was no phone service. The phones wouldn't work. There were so many people up there. It was like thousands and thousands of people concentrated in one little area, a place where it's usually like, uh, you know, low population. Now there's so many people trying to use the same resource. The thing shut down. There was like no internet. That could not... I, you know, I couldn't pull up anything on the internet. I couldn't look up anything. I couldn't stream any kind of music. If I needed something, I don't even know if a phone call would work. So, I mean, it was like unbelievable. And, uh, you know, and um, and these, these stupid assholes hooting and hollering, sitting up on top of the, uh, of their, of their pickup trucks and stuff, Acting like complete assholes, just complete and utter dumbasses. You know, I hope I wasn't that big of a dipshit when I was at their age. I was just sitting there, look at this. Would you take a look at this guy? You know, look at that. And the girls are, you know, wearing their stupid fake cowboy shit. Yeah, right. Cowboy my ass. You live in northeastern Pennsylvania, a bunch of kielbasa eaters. <laughs> you're not out. You're not. You know. You're not out roping. You know. You're not gonna go out and you know horseback or anything like that. You know. You guys are gonna eat pierogies. You know. Assholes. You know. Whatever, you know. I go to a baseball game. I don't wear a baseball uniform. You know. what I'm saying. You know. And I don't, don't dress. You know. You know. I'm not wearing cleats and a, and a, and a jersey and a stirrup socks. God. So anyway, I'm sitting there just like fuming mad, and Tony's bitching up a storm. So we we finally, the thing just creeps along, creeps along, creeps along. And I was like, this game, we're, it's already an hour into it, and we're nowhere near. We're like nowhere near. <laughs> and we left an hour before the game started, and we're 25 minutes away from the stadium. You know what I'm saying? 
So um, so we finally get down to the bottom of this loop, and we're merging onto this uh, onto the road. There's a cop standing there. I said, we want to go to the baseball game, you know. He goes, turn right. Like, right. So the concert, turn left. Baseball, turn right. Right. So uh, these assholes are in front of us, you know, the ones that are blasting hip-hop, but but wearing cowboy, just full cowboy gear. You know, they probably had spurs on. I don't know. I don't know. But um, anyway... They were like, they turned the wrong way. They talked to the cop, too. I mean, how do you mix that up? They're drunk. They're all, the guys are drunk. And um, so they, they're, they're going to the concert. They turn right, right? So they're, they're screwed at that point. I mean, there's no, there's no way to turn around. It's just massive gridlock. And then they're, like, trying to turn. They're, they're trying to do a U-turn clogging the road. I'm like, Tony's like, I'm going to get out of this car. Tony's going to go down there and pick a fight with somebody. He's gonna, she's going to set, set somebody straight. So finally we get to the stadium, right? Uh, we finally get to the baseball. It, it is so late. We paid for parking, you know. It's so late they're no longer even charging for parking. <laughs> you just, like, drive right in, you know. They'd already, the, the parking attendants have already, they're already home watching The Office, you know. You know, it's a, so we, we go in there. The Internet's down. You can't pull up anything. The Internet's not working. It's like 1974. And um, that's where our tickets are, by the way. You know, the tickets are on, on, on the phone. You can't pull it up. I was like, she goes, how are we going to get in here? I said, I don't know. Let's just go talk to somebody. So we start walking towards the gate, and some guy... Some old man, like an usher type guy with a with a, a cast on his arm, he goes, "Ma'am, you're not going to be able to get in with that purse. You're not going to be able to get in. I'm just trying to save you some steps." She's like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> you know, she's about ready. Both of us are on the. So I said, "I'll take your purse back to the car. Uh, why don't you go to the ticket window and see if we can uh, get in this game? You know, I mean, if, since we can't pull it up on the stupid phone." So I take it back, and I uh, put the purse in the back of the car, walk back over there, start talking to that usher. He, I said, I said, it is a mess out there. I said, the frickin', I've never seen such a traffic jam in my life. He goes, these assholes don't know what they're doing. From the stadies on down to the music police department. I said, all right, well, anyway. Um, he goes, yeah, you're lucky to be here this early. I said, Okay. So um, so she gets she they print us some tickets they they do they print them like the old days and we get into the thing and of course they don't have any of the Hawaiian shirts they're long gone we go to the beer we go we we make a beeline to the beer stand I mean at this point whew, that is priority one right and have anything good I said I said we we got here and I look at the lineup I said I guess. Two Goose Island. Well, she, Tony was ordering. She goes, uh, I guess we'll get two Goose Island IPAs. She goes, you want the juicy or the goosey? I'm like, what the hell? The juicy or the goosey? <laughs> I said, just normal, regular uh, Goose Island. She goes, okay. So she goes, I need to see both of your IDs. Tony's like, oh, my God. Are you serious? 
I said, you guys told me I can't bring my person here, and now you need to see ID. I'm in my late 50s. <laughs> she's about ready to go over the counter. I mean, she's she is like freaking had it, you know. And the woman's like, okay, no, 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 you're good. You know, I'll, I'll vouch for you or something. She goes, don't worry about it. She could tell Tony is about ready to snap. And I said, uh, I said, sorry about that. Uh, I said, we've had a rough evening. So the traffic is horrendous. She goes, yeah, I heard a tractor trailer turned over. I said, no, I had nothing. To, I don't know anything about it. I said, the track, I don't know. I don't know if a tractor trailer turned over, but they're having some kind of shit kicker, <laughs> shit kicker hillbilly music down the way here. She goes, oh, I wasn't aware of that. Shit kicker, huh? Huh. Anyway, so anyway, we had our Goose Islands, and we went and went, sat in the seat, sat watched three innings of baseball. You know, it was beautiful. I mean, once we got there, the weather was nice. And then they had fireworks. So we saw three innings of baseball, right? And then the fireworks. And then we went home. <sighs> we sat in traffic for two and a half hours. We got to the game sixth inning. Bunch of bullshit. And check this out. I was reading that on on Facebook there's there's multiple conversations about this fiasco. And on the uh it's called the Pavilion at Montage. That's the concert venue. There's this big com I don't know. There's like seven hundred comments or something. And they were saying that the, I don't know, this is just hearsay. But people are claiming that they oversold the concert by 5,000 tickets. <laughs> How is that even possible? I mean, what did they think? If that's true, and I take that with a grain of salt, I don't know. That's people talking because people are often full of shit. People talk straight out their ass all the time. But they seemed pretty confident. And they said that that they have a, a history of doing this kind of crap up at this, this venue overselling the venue by thousands of tickets. How do they think that's going to work? So there were people, according to this, I was reading all these comments. I'll link to it at Surf Report Pod. Um, all these people were saying, we traveled from New Jersey. They come in from New York. Tickets, they said they paid, some people said they paid up to $400 for the tickets each. They got hotel rooms. And when they got when they, they sat in this cluster, and it go up and around that big cur that big loop. By the time they finally got there, they got turned away at the gate. From traveling in from an out of state, uh, with hotel reservations, paying four hundred dollars a ticket, and they don't even get in. They get turned away, even though they have valid tickets. What do you think about that? I've never heard of such a thing. I mean, how do how do I understand people are scummy and people are always on the take and there's all kinds of corruption all the time, but how is that possibly going to work out? I mean, how are you if you pull some kind of uh, stunt like that? How are you possibly not going to you know feel the wrath of? I mean, that's just. I mean, if it is exactly the way they were saying it, it's just straight-up fraud, you know? And I, and I supposedly, from what I was reading, it's not unusual, you know? They do this shit all the time, supposedly. 
I don't know anything about it. I've only been to one show up there, and I don't think I'll ever go to another one. Anyway, it was a terrible night. Yesterday, though, um, I saw on Facebook the Rail Riders, which is the local baseball team, said, we, we realize, even though it had nothing to do with us, it had nothing to do with the baseball team, you know, it had nothing to do with it. It was this Jason Aldean thing, and, I, and you can't even blame him. I mean, I don't know who's managing the the traffic, but it was, I don't know how you could make it any worse, you know? I don't understand what they were trying to do, but anyway, uh, what was I saying? I don't even remember my point. Anyway, uh, I, I can't remember what I was getting ready to <laughs> I got to get off on these tangents. Um, so it was, a, it was a disaster, you know, you know, it was a, so all this, this week of aggravation, high aggravation, I had to cancel my trip. And then Friday I'm like, all right, let's, this is going to be nice. The weather's nice, you know, and, uh, we'll go up there. Just two of us take in this baseball game, see if we can see some, uh, future reds up there, you know? And we get up and we get in this cluster, this mess, this disaster, you know, and it's all, it's all the, it's the concert. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. The next day on Facebook, the baseball team said, we know there's a problem with the traffic and we're just going to treat this game as a rain out. If you attended this game, you have ticket, you have valid tickets for this game. We'll give you a free ticket to a future game. So they, the baseball team, even though it didn't have anything to do with them, they didn't cause this. It, um, they're going to give everybody a free ticket, if, you know, to replace this ticket because it was such a disaster. I'll link to all those uh, conversations. There's multiple conversations on Facebook. I'll try to find them, especially that one. It's um, 700 and some comments, I think. People are livid. People are talking about getting lawyers involved. <laughs> I mean, what a disaster. God. I was at a concert one time down in Philly at this, uh, uh, called The Pier, I think. It was a replacements uh, reunion tour. And it was clearly oversold. I mean, it was, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was outdoors. And um, just like this Jason Aldean thing was outdoors too. But um, it was clearly oversold. But they let everybody in. The place was packed. I mean, there was like no escaping it. It was to the point where you get claustrophobic and start panicking almost. There's no way to get away from the crowd. Everywhere you're at, there's people packed in, touching your front, your back, and both sides. (laughs) You know, you talk about the city of brotherly love. That takes it to a new level. But anyway, so I don't know. I mean, that, that night was crazy. I mean, I, I think they oversold that shit. I'm sure the, the, you know, so I guess this stuff happens. But they were turning people away at the door of this thing the other night. People were, like, traveling. To, oh, anyway. So that was great. That was wonderful. Ah, wonderful. So, anyway, and I was going to go today. Today is Sunday. I was going to go see them today, the Reds farm team. Hot. Too hot. I feel guilty for not going, but I'm not sitting out in that sun in a hard plastic chair, just blazing sun, high humidity, not doing it. Sorry. I love you guys, and I love baseball. I'm not going up there. Screw it. Pack it. Pack it deep. 
All right. We're at the end of this thing. Hope you enjoyed it. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. I have something else. I have a call that came in over the hotline from um, from Stuart in Oz. Stuart in Australia. He, um, I think he said it was his first call, and here it is. Hey, Jeff. Stuart in Oz, and that's uh, Melbourne, Australia. Uh, mate, long-time uh, listener, first-time caller, as they say. Uh, I've been reading the uh, the Surf Report website since the early 2000s. I've sent in a smoking fish of my my kids in Sydney with their faces covered appropriately, of course, the secrets. But, uh, mate, uh, always listen to your stuff. Really enjoy it. Look forward to it every week, um, especially on Patreon. We get the, uh, the good stuff. But um, just talking about your trip or possible trip to the UK, mate, fly to London. Do your stuff in London. Hire a car. You can drive to Scotland. It's six, eight hours tops, which, you know, to... to uh, we call them the Poms, but to the to the, the English, that's that's a long way. But mate, to uh, people with uh, from big countries like us, that's that's a nothing drive. That's one day. So that would be my recommendation. Do that, and yeah, catch up with Ian from Scotland, and uh, maybe if you're ever down this way, down in uh, Australia, or get down this way. Be sure to look us up. Anyway, love your work. Keep going. Cheers for now. Bye. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. I, I appreciate it. I know you. I, I've been. I, I, I've seen your name. I've seen your name in the comments section at the website for years and years. I appreciate the support. I appreciate you following my escapades. And thanks for calling into the uh, to the show. The thing about this trip, right? The trip to uh, uh, well, for our thirtieth wedding anniversary, where Tony wants to go to um, Scotland. But she wants to do it. She wants to do it her way. We could go. We could fly into a city in Scotland and make that our home base, and then take daytime excursions. She doesn't want to do that. She wants to take some kind of tour, like a tour group, and visit a whole bunch of castles. <laughs> That's what she wants to do. She doesn't want. To, she said, "I don't want to do it half-assed. I want to do it." The way I want to do it, or I don't want to do it. I said, "All right." I said, "But how much?" She said, ten thousand dollars." <laughs> I was like, "What the?" I said, "That's how much a car cost." <laughs> you know, I think my first car cost a thousand dollars. That'd be like ten, ten first cars. You know, for this trip. So um, I was like, eh, "I don't know about that," but um, I know we could do it cheaper. I understand that. But she's adamant that she doesn't want to do. She wants to do it this way. She wants to go on this tour, which I've never done, and I don't. I'm very skeptical about it. I feel like it will be a bunch of old bags. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an old bag now, but I feel like I'm a young. I'm a young old. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of your young olds. I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, she wants to go on one of these trips where you're you're on a tour group and some of it's by rail, some of it's by bus, you know, you travel around, you stay at sp- these these fancy hotels, some of them are historic and they provide like dinners and like these uh historic and famous restaurants and that kind of stuff. That sounds fine. I'm all for it. $10,000 
that makes me a little nervous. I know it's our 30th wedding anniversary. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. As it stands right now, we're planning to go to London. I know we could go into Scotland. I know, like you said, we could rent a car or we could take a probably take a train up there. She'll want to do it that way. She wants to do it her way. So, I don't know. I don't think that's an option. I'd love to go back to London. I'd love to go to Scotland. I'd love to do that tour, like she said. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm up for all of it. You know, but I gotta. You know, I don't want her to feel like she. Uh, you know, ha- we did it halfway. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate the uh, the insight, Stuart. You're right, though. You know, a lot of people live in Europe. I used to listen. I told. I've I mentioned this before. I used to listen to Clyde Bull radio show in out of London. Guy's a legend, right? He used to have an overnight radio show in out of London, and um, it was great. I loved it. I used to listen to every. I used to listen to it every day, and um, for years. This is back when I worked at my previous job, and um, I heard people all the time. People love, love, love to put down Americans. It's one of the. It's one of the the pastimes, apparently. Of, of of the Brits and uh, you know probably other countries as well, and, um, and they're always time to you know you know whatever number pull some number out of your ass. So fifty five percent of people don't even have passports in America. <laughs> Woo, don't we feel superior? Yeah, you've been over here. Have you seen? You know how big this place is. <laughs> you know, if, if I drive three hundred miles over there in Europe. You might pass like two, pass two through two or three countries. You you drive three hundred miles here, and you know you're not even you're not even to Pittsburgh. You know this place is gigantic. There's a lot to see over here. You know, I mean, I do have a passport, and I do want to travel. I want. I'd love to travel more than we do. It's expensive, and we have two kids, and it's a complicated mess. But um, you know, it's you know, but. They're all the time talking about how Americans don't venture outside their own country. Well, it's a, it's a little different, you know. It's a little bit of a different situation. But anyway, you're right. Six, eight hours, that's nothing. You know, that's like driving to my parents' house. Actually, my parents' house is farther than that. So I get your point. And thank you for calling. I would love to come to Australia someday. I'd love to. Um, so maybe we'll make that happen. Um, so thanks for calling in, Stuart. I appreciate it. Thank all, thanks for all the support through the years. And you mentioned you're on Patreon, too. That's awesome. Appreciate that. And if you want to be like Stuart and get an extra episode every week of this podcast instead of a measly one, I mean, you know, you can do whatever you want. But uh, if you want, I mean, if you're happy with one episode a week, so be it. But if you need more, if you, if you, if you want more, it's easy to do. Head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff K. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll gain access to an extra episode of the podcast every week. So do it. Do it today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. And surfreportpod.com is the website, the uh, podcast website. There's some good stuff there. You should check it out. So head on over. There's extra, you know, expanded show notes. There's links and photographs and uh, supporting materials. Uh, 
it's a value-added service. You know, it's, it's, it's a supplement to the, to the podcast. So check it out, surfreportpod.com. And the monthly column about aging, about getting old. I'm one of your young olds. Maybe that'll be the next column. That's maybe that'll be the title of the next column. I'm one of your young olds. Um, head on over to nonewjeffs.substack.com. On the first day of every month, I write or I release, I publish a new column about some aspect of getting older because that's what I am. I'm getting old. I'm, I'm getting up there. It's shocking. The numbers are shocking. I don't even like to say it out loud. I won't say it out loud unless I'm forced to. Anyway, so head on over to nonewjeffs.substack.com. Check it out. It's free, totally. You can sign up to receive it in the in your email. It doesn't cost a damn thing. It's just for fun. Hope you enjoy it. We're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I will see you soon over on the Patreon side. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Excuse me, sir, would you like a free pair of underwear?